Well, I think, you see, I think we need to leave believing that your children, they, they are not yours really, they are ultimately God. Amen. God has entrusted you with your children. Amen. Okay, and I, I'm, I'm going to develop that idea and why I think it's really important to leave like that. But first of all, would you, believe, would, you, would you agree with me that God is the creator of all things? Amen. Yes? And you all know the verse in Psalm 139. You formed me in woods part. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Do you remember that verse? You, so basically, God knows your children better than you do. Yes? He knows them from the mother's womb. He knows them, but he knows their training, he knows their personality, he's called call for their lives. So he knows everything much more than you do. Yes? So you, you and me, we need to get a revelation of God, who God is, who God is, and how much he knows our children, and how much he loves our children. Yeah? So that's my second point, he really loves our children. He loves them. He loves them more than we could ever do. Ever do. Ah, in Ephesians 1, it says, you know, that he basically uh, knew us before the foundation of the world. You remember that? Yes, so he knows our children before the foundation of the world. He has already a plan for them. And what I find in the Bible, which is very interesting, is when God wants um, to express his love towards Israel, he actually compares himself to a mother. Have you ever noticed those verses? It's tiny, there's only three or four. So I'm going to give you a couple. Uh, in um, Hosea, Hosea, well, uh, how, how do you say that? Hosea. Hosea. Yes, got it? Hosea yeah. 11, verse 4. Okay, this is God speaking about himself. <coughs> so you could actually say that. In God, I know he's God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? I'm not rewriting theology there. But in God, there is mother love. Okay? And that's not a surprise, because in Genesis, it said he created us, male and female. So we come from him. Okay? So, this is what he says about himself. I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. Isn't it a mother picture? Mm. So he's saying, God is saying, I am treating you like children. I will bound down. I will, you little and weak, but I will look after you. I will feed you. I will provide for you because I love you. Yes? And there's even a better verse, I think, in Isaiah 49 verse 15. It says, very strong picture here. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast? And have no compassion on the child she has born. So we, inside we're saying, yeah, of course not. You know? yeah, a, it's very rare that you know mother abandoned their children. You know, you know this bond of the baby, you know, and the mother is really strong. But this is what God goes on saying. He says, though she may forget, I will not forget you. Yeah, See. I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Wow! Amen. I think that's almost a picture of what's going to happen with Jesus. You know, the palm of his hands. 
I just think, wow, that's amazing. God loves us, and His love is bigger than a mother. So we've got so much reason to actually trust God with our children. He knows them. He created them. He loves them. He has a plan for them. So it's a biggie, but we need to start that journey of deciding we are going to trust. We are going to trust with our children. Now you see, I think if we if we Christian, all we have to do is really tune in with God. Mm-hmm. Tune in with God. Say, God, what do you want for my family? Just speak to me. You know, what? How? Do, how should we do life? Mm-hmm. And when you have big decision, you just talk to God. Right. Yes, and you get that faith in you coming. Now, if you don't believe in God, or if you if you're not yet given your life to God. I think it's a little bit like um, being in um, a boat in the middle of the ocean, yes. and when a storm comes, you get swayed and projected everywhere, in every direction. You see, that's the difference. When you, when you really have God in your life, you have an anchor. Amen. So it doesn't mean you don't go through storms. It doesn't mean that there's, you know, there's no tough time. But it means that you are so firmly anchored in God that, yeah, the boat moves, but it is not projected in every direction. Yes? So that is what the trust in God does for you. You know? Not only you're anchored to God, but you need to remember you are anchored to God. Because if you, if you have an anchor, but you can't remember it, then you will panic, will you? As soon as the sun says, ah, there's the storm. But no, if you have the anchor, and you know you've got the anchor, that's what it is. You just, you know you can trust him. And the hope will raise up, you know, the, the, the hope will rise up. So I'm going to give you two examples for us as a family. I did check with the children if they were okay. <laughs> so before we decided to come here, so we... we moved to London, that's four years ago? Yeah, four years ago. Well, it was a big move because we were in the most lovely rural village that you can ever imagine. You know, 8,000 people, so beautiful that people come and do their shopping there and go to restaurants and there's little craft shops and it's so nice and beautiful. There's the best school in almost all England in that village. I'm not joking. Outstanding upstairs, you know, uh, there's lots of choice for really good school. Uh, it's all beautiful, and actually, people from London usually what they do is they move out of London and come and buy a house where we used to live. Uh, so it was such a lovely little place, and obviously we knew we were we wouldn't be there for long because we knew we had a call on our lives for cities. An area like this, multicultural areas, and you know we just knew it was not the end of the journey in that sense. But then we were facing that decision, wow, what are we going to do, what are we going to say to the children, you know? So at that point, Fleur was six, seven, six, six, and Clemence was three, almost about to start primary school. And, well, you know, we were a bit worried to tell them. We were confident in what God has said, but a bit worried to tell them. And it was really interesting. One day we were on a car journey, and we crossed the village, and... Uh, this is what Fleur said in the car. She said, um, Oh, Mum, 
This is such a boring place. <laughs> I mean, two minutes, that's it. Zip, we've done. We've done the village. As I said, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so, uh, Fleur, if you had a dream, where would you like to live? And this is what, this is what Fleur said. Well, mom, come on, like a, a big city, like uh, Paris. We, we just had been, you know. So, 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 so well, yeah, big city like Paris. And preferably, I'd love to live at the top of a tower. So it was just amazing. I immediately I said, okay, God, you already prepared a heart. Mm, mm. I can trust you. You prepared a heart. And you see, why would I worry? Because God is calling me to do that. Mm. Then he will take care of my children. It's yeah. very possible that actually in their destiny, they need to have been made able to cope with changes, able to, to cope with different uh, type of people, and a cope to, basically that is as well, I believe, preparation for their lives. Because he is good, he knows all things. He wouldn't have said us cr cruelly here if the children wouldn't cope with it. You see what I'm saying? So trusting God is so important. And the second one, and it's got to do with fear, that one, uh, when Clemence was born, she had a bit of a, well, she, she was not bad, but she, she was not, she didn't have a top half, let's say. Uh, she had bronchitis, and then uh, when she was little, she, was, she had permanently inflamed tonsil. So to the point that she could not really eat uh, in a very comfortable ma manner. And we could not remove the tonsils because uh, she was too little. So it was too dangerous to do uh, surgery. So for years... Really, she was very, very underweight. And she would catch everything. I mean, every kind of cold or anything. So it was not right. And then somebody in the family said, mm, you know, she's going to be like a daddy. She will have asthma. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know I'm just, suddenly I saw red, green. So, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh. No, I don't, I don't want that. Mm. And I, I must say, I, for, for a little time thinking, I was... Quite fearful, I'm thinking, oh no, that's, you know. And then I just really prayed and said, God, you know everything. You know everything. You love her. That's that's okay. I, I'm just going to give that fear to you, you know. Amen. And praise God. To this day, she she hasn't got asthma. She's got no. some allergies, but she does not have asthma. Yeah. And if she does develop asthma, well, I trust God still, you know, Amen. because He knows. He knows everything. You know, I, I, when I was thinking about that, I really absolutely love the picture of um, uh, Hannah and Samuel in the Bible. So do you know, do you remember the story of Hannah? Mm -hmm. Yeah? So she, she can't get pregnant. She goes to the temple uh, and basically she cries at her, you know, to, she cries out to God and then Eli comes and uh, he says, don't worry, by this time next year you will have a child. And then she, she made that promises to God that she will dedicate the child, yes? Yeah. So what she does is, um, she, 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 she looked after Samuel, she weaned him off, she, you know, so I, I imagine he would, she gave him to, to Eli, he was probably, you would say three or four? Something like that, <laughs> you know? I, I'm expecting she, she, she probably waited that it, the child was independent. Okay? But then there's an amazing tiny little verse in 1 Samuel 2, verse 19 who says that basically every year she will go and visit him and she will bring the child a new size dress yes and I thought oh 
This is such a good picture. If we were able to live like Hannah, dedicate our children to God, but obviously we are in charge of nurturing them, we feed them, we, we give them the clothes they need, so we, we look after them. But in our hearts, like Hannah, we know they're not made for us, but they're made for God's glory. Wow, what a great picture. Ha. So yeah, of course we, we choose good school, and of course we feed them, and of course we want the best for them. But we decide in our heart that ultimately they are God, they are made for God's glory. That puts so much peace in our, in our heart. Yes? So really, what I want to encourage you today is get rid of, get rid of any fear, right. any fear that you have about your children's future. That's right. Amen. It's big. Yeah. If you have any fear concerning their health, their education, who they're going to marry, whatever it is, get rid of fear. Get rid of fear because you know it says in the Bible in one John four eighteen, perfect love casts out fear. You know, God does not want you to live in fear. But he wants you to know he loves, he loves the children, you know. And another thing as well is, wow, maybe you raise up children and uh, they haven't turned up the way you brought them in. Don't be ashamed. God is on their case. Amen. He's on their case. Amen. Yeah? Or maybe uh, you feel sometimes guilty or, you know, I don't have all the resources that I would like to give to my children. And, you know, I feel a bit guilty about that. Maybe I can't give them the best. You know, there's all things attached like that. Ex- expectation of society. You say, don't, don't, feel, don't feel guilty or shame about that. Because our Father in Heaven knows. And He's got abandoned resources. Yes? So get, get rid of all of that. Any fear, any guilt, any shame. You know, today I believe you can walk in greater freedom concerning, you know, just your children, what you think about your children. And it's the same if you have spiritual children. Okay, you're not, you are not to take the burden on. You know, you, you, you are to be conscious that God loves his children. And he's the one who looked after them. And you, yeah, of course, you, you, you have a job to do. But the burden is ultimately his. Now, my second point. If you pass on one thing onto your children in part faith. You see, I think um, faith is the most important thing. Do you know where the hall of fame is in the Bible? Where is the hall of fame? In the Bible. Hebrews 11, yes. Hebrews 11. If you read it, I will see it's by faith that Abraham, it's by faith that Sarah, it's by faith. Even a prostitute makes it in the Hall of Fame. It's true. It's by faith that Rahab, you know. So, when I read that, I'm thinking, oh God, this is not about accomplishment. This is not about honors. This is not about celebrity status. This is not about the skills they're going to have. This is not about how much money you've got. But it is about faith. Yes? It's really about being people (coughs) who live their lives believing the promises of God. 
If you pass one thing to your children, pass that one on. That they could live believing the promises of God. It's such an important thing. I absolutely love uh, the first chapter in 2 Timothy. And it's about, uh, it's about Paul speaking about Timothy. Okay? And you know, when we mention Timothy in the Bible, we always remember one verse. What is the verse we remember in Timothy? To know how the spirit of fear and timidity and you know what. And that verse about fighting to flame the gift, you know. We remember that one. Okay? But actually, before all of this development... I just love reading about the heart that Paul has for Timothy. So actually, you could argue this, this illustration is more about a father and a spiritual son. Yeah? And he says, wow, Timothy, I cannot wait to see you. That's the beginning of the chapter. Wow, I cannot wait to see you. And this is the verse that then follows in verse 5. So 2 Timothy 1 verse 5. He says to Timothy... I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. Wow. And then he gets up to the bit that we all know. For this reason, fan into flame the gift of God. So, what was his gift? Well, I think it was primarily the gift of faith. It started there anyway. But the amazing thing is, can you see the role of grandmother and mother? Mm. Is he gets a mention? Yes. Mm. You know? So not only Paul, well, is you know, he, he loves Timothy and he says, wow, look at this guy. He's got the gift of faith. He's celebrating that. That's what he's celebrating. His gift of faith. And what is doing that is acknowledging <coughs> the input of the mother mm. and the grandmother. So you see, don't, don't put down the role of a mother in giving faith to the children because you are positioned in a primary you know, role to actually pass on faith. It's such a really great thing and great privilege. Wow. You see, I think, and I put my hand up to that, I think too often we get sucked by the values of the world a lot, too much. And it goes, you know, we end up having like a must-have mentality. Must, I must have that. I must do this for my child. I must, you know, and then it goes a little bit like, so it depends where you live, but... I remember seeing things like, oh yes, my child will not be happy if he doesn't have a birthday party who cost 500 pounds and there's like 50 kids there. Or my, my child is not prepared in life if uh, he doesn't have swimming lessons, drama lessons, blah, 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 <laughs> and he has none, and as well, oh, he needs to play music, and then if it's clever, or, you know, and, oh, and let's not forget the 11 plus, you know, that's really important. Because if he doesn't have the, oh, if he doesn't have, oh no, that's not a good school. And then if he doesn't have a good school, if he doesn't have a good job, <laughs> then if he doesn't have a good job, he's not going to have money. And if he doesn't have money, well, it's not six, that's the end then. So don't we get like that? 
And honestly, all of these things are good. You know, I'm not saying it's not good to. You know, if your child is clever, by all means, do the eleven plus. I would be silly to not do the eleven plus. And if your child is sporty, that's great that they get you know lessons for whatever. And you know, you you need. We have this responsibility to nurture them, and if we can give yeah. give it to them, we do it. Yes. But I'm talking about the attitude of the heart. You know, you say, what happened when we're under pressure? And do we get panicky about that? And do, do we start to fear that, you know, yes? And that's what I, I call about basically being sucked in the values of the world. Because that starts to, to get into our hearts and it overwhelms us. And we forget that actually God is in charge. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing is faith. <laughs> you know, this is what this is how I want to lead, to uh, bring my children up. I don't know if I'm doing a great job, but I'm sure I'm learning, mm. and I'm sure I'm going to get better at it. You know, I'm not saying, but this is how I want to do it. I want to raise them up believing that God is a good Father, and He's good and powerful. I want to raise them up, believing that they are sons and daughters of the mighty God. They're not paupers, and that's nothing to do with your level of money. They are sons and daughters of the living God. I want to raise them up investing in things that cannot be shaken, and not the latest spare of Nike. You know? But that's great. If they can have it, that's great. I've, not, I've got nothing. But in their heart, do they know that the most important thing is the thing that are unshaken? That if they can, it can if they can love others, if, if they can be at school and be, you know, like loving and accepting of others, well, that's more important to me. You know? And as well, you know, our Father in Heaven has got unlimited resources. Completely unlimited resources. You see, I think if we impart faith, this is what will happen. Will happen. First of all, they will know who God is. Secondly, they will know who they are in God. And if they know their identity, and if they know how big is their God, they will have success. They have to. Because, I mean, I've read the Old Testament recently, some of the chunk, you know, for my studies, and I was amazed how many people who were slaves and all in exile and ended up uh, serving king or being in the palace serving kings. I was amazed. I mean, on the top of my head, I just wrote it down there. It's probably not exhaustive. Joseph, Moses, Daniel, Mordecai, Nehemiah, Israel. All people who started as slaves, poor, or in exile. And what did they do? They ended up serving kings and being prince. So surely it doesn't depend on our resources. It depends on our father's resources. So surely everything hinge on our faith. Yes, do we believe it? Wow. 
I don't want to embarrass the, uh, the young people, but I really have felt as well that for you guys, there was God's glory all over you. God's glory is all over you. Mm-hmm. And he has this promise in the Bible, you know, that if you seek first the kingdom of God, he will give you everything. Amen. Everything. Amen. Everything. And, you know, I just want to encourage you to really dream big dreams. Amen. Big dreams. I can see, like, even, I can see you, Grace, for example, with your dancing. What an amazing opportunity you've got to demonstrate life in purity doing dancing. You know? An example on how it is to be a child of God and still be super creative and super talented. Ha! Yeah? I, I think, Janine, you, you have something you need to drink. Dream bigger in what God, what God wants you to do with, you know, you just your love of politics and economics. What He wants you to do, because He's got plan for you. Mm. Wow. Mm. I felt as well. Um, I felt jo- Josh. I feel mm-hmm. that. <laughs> what I feel, how to say it? I feel that, that there is so many revelation that God wants to give you. Mm-hmm. That there's something special about you when you you just connect with God, and He's going to reveal new things to you. Just be prepared about that. Time to invest. Time to invest. I could go through all of them. They've got all something special. Like you've got lots of fun to bring to people and joy. Yeah. Yes, you. Yes. Yes, you. I could go for all of you. You have something unique. You have something unique. I can feel it. It's so important. Go after faith, guy. Do all the other things, but go after faith. Yeah, so finally, my last one. Find strength, joy, peace to today and for every day. Wow, that's my life battle. <laughs> Honestly, that's my life. I'm kind of a, a person who is... Uh, Born thinking that the glass is usually mostly empty, rather <laughs> than full. I don't know anyone like that. Somebody can relate. Yeah. Okay, good. I am that kind of person, and really, I've, I've changed a lot. That's the that's the, the good news. Is you can change. God can change that, and it's changing. My that my glass is filling up. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. So, babe, you know, I do have to battle for it. I do have to battle for it. So, and I'm, a, I'm the sort of person who has lots of lists in my head. So, if you said to me, go and pray now, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, 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 I need to do that, I need to do that, I need to do that. And the shopping, anyway, I'm like this, I have lists all the time. And usually I do at least three times, three things at the same time as well. I'm very bad at that. So, and I'm not very patient. So, yeah. So that's not happening. So it's a huge challenge for me. So you might be better at that, but uh, for me it's a huge challenge. But you see today, I really felt that I want to release today for you the freedom to encounter God the way it works for you. You see? Because for years I heard about, did you have your little person quiet time this morning? Uh, honestly, I do not know who tossed the sentence, but first of all, my, my time with God, they're not very quiet. So that's, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> and secondly, 
This morning? Do you mean a quiet time this morning? I mean, surely there must have been a man who decided to do that, because in the morning I have no time to do that. I mean, or I need to get up at five. Then, then I will have time. You know? And then, you know, and then you, you know, you know the trail, you know, back lunch, school run, and, and you know, and everything, everybody has, you know, I'm looking at you, some of you are, really, you, you're getting up already, super early, early to get to work. So I know that that's just crazy to think like that. So I much prefer what Jesus said. And Jesus said, ah, what did he say? Pray. Always. Yeah. Did you not say that? Yeah. I much prefer that. Much prefer that. And actually, in Proverbs 3 and 6, it says, Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So, in my opinion, it's about connecting to God. Do you connect to God? We want to meditate all day long on who he is. We want to be saturated by who he is. We want to think about it. You see, meditating is not just hunting ourselves. It's think about this truth. Think about what he says, the truth. And those truths, if you think about them, they will change you. If you connecting with God and you're not changing, something is wrong. You're doing it wrong, honestly. Yes? So we want to connect to God in a way that we believe the truth that he's telling us, and we are being transformed. That's why. So there's many, many different ways to do that. Not just 30 minutes before I go to work. Actually, I would argue, if you have 30 minutes before you go to work, and you have a good time, and you completely forget about God the rest of the day, will it transform you? Well, I'm not sure. You might feel good, you want to say, oh, tick, darn it. Papa, you happy? Oh yes, I'm, I'm going to have a, such a good day, I've done my duties. But actually, you won't be transformed, I don't think so. It's only when you connect with him in a deeper way, always, and you will be transforming your mind, then actually that's where you become more like kingdom-like, and you're more loving to others, and, and suddenly you bump into a situation and you have to pray, so, so you, 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 you ask help from the Holy Spirit and he gives you a word, you know that? You do life. You're basically taking Papa by the, by the hand, who is taking you by the hand, and basically say, okay, let's go to work now. Okay, I'm doing the school run. So that's how it is. You just don't let go of his hand. So that's what I do. And honestly, this is the honest truth. I pray in the toilet. I sing and worship when I do my meal preparation. Yes, yes. I worship in the car. Uh, my, my pet head is cleaning, so when I clean, I listen to music or I listen to preachers. Yes, right? Woohoo! Yes, it works. And do you know what? I'm having so, such a good time cleaning because it's good. Well, cleaning is good, so that's, that helps me. Uh, and then, you know, and then when the children are in bed, maybe I read my Bible, you know, but what I make sure that 
two or three times in the week, I've got more time maybe to sit down and really, you know, read my Bible. And but I'm not limiting myself to think, oh, I'm such a bad Christian if I haven't done this, sitting correctly, read my Bible. No, what my challenge is, and really that's why I'm asking God with all my heart, say, be with me all day. Be with me all day. Wow. I mean, when I'm going to school, I want him with me. Because if I see someone who needs something, I want to be able to be there for that person. I want to be able to be Jesus for them. You know? I want to be able to, to represent Jesus really well. So it's all day. I acknowledge him in all my ways. And then he's walking with me. He's walking with me. So please get rid of the shame of, you know, oh, I haven't done enough, or I should have done this, or... But love him, love him, tell him your desire to know him more. And he will show you a creative way for you, what works for you. But the main question is really, am I connecting? Am I connecting to Father? Am I being transformed? Because I'm with him, so I am more and more transforming to his image. Yes? That is really the, 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 the main thing. So really, that's what I have on my heart this morning. To first, first make sure that we trust, trust God with our children. That there would be no fear attached to any, anything about their future. To really impart faith and focus on faith and not get distracted by anything else but faith. And then to make sure that we connect to Father, we connect to Him, we learn to walk with Him, we take Him by the hand and say, come on, what adventure have you got for me today? What adventure have you got for me today? <laughs> Thank you, God. Would you like to stand? going to happen through the future. He's going to come to God now and just speak peace over each storm. He can yeah. speak to peace into your own yeah. heart wow. and say, peace, be still. Yeah. Any fears that you might have about yeah. your kids, their development, their progress, their health, how they're doing at school, any fears you have, just speak that into your own heart. Peace, be still. We're just uh, right now releasing the name of Jesus. Rest and peace over your heart. That right now you would know that he is the God who holds the nations in his hand, who mm. yeah. holds your children in the palm of his yes. hand. Yes. Yes. You would just be rest mm. and peace. Rest and peace. Mm. God's your anchor. Yes. God's the anchor of your life in the midst of everything. Yeah. Just for months, you just be you would right now receive that fresh sense of dignity and value yeah. and worth of who you are and what you carry. Yeah. And the great commission that you carry 
to both your children and spiritual children, those you are helping to walk with God. Yeah, dignity, value, and worth, just that you would know that. But dads as well, as you're inputting on your kids, dignity, value, and worth, as you speak to them about faith. We just say that to the children, that we just say, what, what we fought for is going to become your normal. Yeah, we yes. say to the generations to come that we fought to believe that there's a God who heals, yes. and actually that's going to be younger, your normal, actually, yeah. you're just going to know that's just normal. Yes. Just like yes. when people come to Christ, you're just going to know, yeah, of course they can come to Christ in a moment, people can be healed in a moment. Yeah. We just say, uh, yeah, break for any uh, boundaries in our thinking, God. Right now, I just wanted to bring that in. If there is any fear about stuff, that we just heard about how God has all the wisdom. Yeah. And just right now, just to bring your kids to God and actually to ask, Father, how would you handle this? How would you handle this? How can I reflect you, Father God, in this? And right now, bring those things to Him and say, What would you do, Father? What's your wisdom? And actually, the Holy Spirit will drop thoughts into your head and your heart of actually how to handle things. Yes. So we bring things to you, God, wow. and we ask the question, Father, how would you handle this? What's your wisdom on this, Father? How can I most reflect your nature and your character in my parenting, in this situation, with this, uh, with this child right now? We say, let wisdom come right now. Bible says if we lack wisdom, we can ask. It gives, it gives wisdom without finding fault. So we just say let wisdom be released in the room as well, God. In Jesus' name, right? Wisdom and strategies from heaven. In Jesus' name. We lean into you, God. We don't lean on our own understanding. We lean upon you right now, God. In Jesus' name. And we say, God, let us be a joyful people. Let us not suffer from destination disease. Let us not be those who say, when they are this age, when they're at this stage, when they're at this point in their life, then I'll be joyful. But I choose to be joyful right now in the midst of all of my circumstances. I, I choose right now joy. I choose right now trust. I choose right now to lean on you and to depend on you. I choose that right now in the midst of everything. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. Wisdom's going to be coming to you. Yes. And it might not have arrived right now, but uh, I love what one guy said. is When you order from Amazon, um, you get a tracking number, don't you, for your parcel. And even though you don't have the parcel yet, you don't reorder it, do you? Because you've got the email that says it's on its way. And although you don't have the object yet, the book yet, it's coming. And uh, when we ask God for wisdom, actually he gives wisdom without finding fault. And just God will just give you, just say, to, I'm going to be coming to you with, with strategy and wisdom, and it's going to come from me, and it's going to bring breakthrough on situations. And it's going to bring fresh ideas and fresh strategies on things that haven't maybe budged in your parenting. And it's just saying he's on its way, okay? The moment you ask, he's on its way, and he's coming to you. So we thank you for divine strategies. That are going to come. It's going to come in surprising ways, but you're going to know it's from God mm. in the moment it comes. Yeah, just a of faith now, Lord. Yeah. Really, yeah. Well, faith is a gift, and it comes from you, Father. Just pray to release faith right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, faith in a mighty God, faith in a big God, faith in an unlimited resource, Father. 
Yes, we pray for that, for faith to rise up in the hearts. Yeah, we thank you, Father, that you, you created us, and you love us, and you have a purpose for us. And we just really lift our hands and say, we love you. We love you, Father. You're such a good Father. Amen. Gonna read you a, just, grab your seat, we're going to finish and there's, some, there's some Danish pastries and there's coffee and there's cake. I just wanted to read this testimony from Grace. Um, it just says, Rachel, Rachel had a word of knowledge about someone with laryngitis. At the time, I didn't think much of it. Um, then I remembered my sister who does not have laryngitis but speaks like she does due to a thyroid problem. Uh, Rachel prayed for her, I guess it was praying at a distance, she had prayed, yes. she had prayed for her at a distance, prayed for her, and by the time I spoke to her a few days later, her voice had dramatically improved without surgery or without speech therapy. I'm still praying that she would come to know God. Wow. So, Amen. We'd love to pray for any here who are sick in any way. Jesus is the healer. Yeah, he yeah. just loves to heal. He's such a, such a good God. And, 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 that, and that tells me to show that it doesn't have to be in the room. It doesn't have to be through laying on of hands. Jesus can just... Because he's everywhere all the time. I guess he can do, he, he, he can, he can do that. So that we'd love to pray he, he, that, that for any who are sick here this morning for a breakthrough on your health. And also just for any here this morning who don't know yet know Jesus... And you've heard about this wonderful love of God, this amazing love of God. And he can meet with you here today. He can come and touch your life today. You can begin to drink from that ocean we heard about that's the limitless ocean of the love of God. And just know in your heart that he's a really, really good father and you're loved by him, which is the most important thing there is in the universe. To know that he is good, he knows you personally, he loves you personally, and to experience that in your heart. So we're going to finish there, those, just to say you know you need your body, you need a healing you need a breakthrough, love and pray if you don't yet know Jesus, you can meet with him this morning, teas and coffees and Danish pastries and donuts and chocolate and all those healthy good things uh, are all going to be coming through the hatch in a moment or two that's good